two, three, pull. And you see Ezek and Norris with this rope. The last heave as Emerald Ether Hide's gangly form. Um, <laughs> Come reaches, here, you big son of a bitch. <laughs> reaches up out of the, the smoking hole and uh, back onto the wrecked now. Um, charred and half destroyed and somewhat erased laboratory of the former crimson sorceress euclid and her apprentice they have been defeated by your hand in some cases more than defeated by one's hand here gwydion you are out a spear fortunately throughout this floor strewn are a number of interesting implements of war some magical okay can you give me a hot, fresh wit check? Ooh. You told me that uh, you were wanting to hunt for a new spear between Eps here. And uh, this is the place to do Four. it. Ooh. Yeah, I know you're impressed. It's fine. <laughs> That's a pretty high number. Yeah. A four is not going to be enough to dig through here to find anything pretty intang- insane in terms well, of I, magical. Would ability. it matter if I aided? I think it would. <laughs> Let's you know try what? to aid. You know what? I think it would. Ezek says, we have to find Gwydion in a weapon. <laughs> Is it 10 or higher or 11 or higher? Uh, 11 or higher, I believe. Well, almost. I rolled a 10. Ezek and Norris are going to try and aid. Fuck it. I should aid. I can't be the only one who doesn't fucking aid. I mean, yeah, that I was would about track. to say, it's mm. kind of messed up that you're not aiding I right aid. now. I aid. Thank you. Herbert doesn't aid. Nor do Ezek or Norris. So I'm the only one who helped you, too. Mm-hmm. Echo and Herbert are in the corner playing rock, paper, scissors. E, yeah. Your keen eye is able to push through this debris. Um, you guys find a spear. Nice. Hey, that's about, a spear. No, thanks, Let me e. tell you about this spear. It's been carved angularly out of a solid chunk of white crystal. Nice. Woof. Now you have That's something. Cool. Now you have something to match your blade. Ooh, nice. It's important to coordinate. Mm-hmm. You can feel the. You can feel the magic coming off of it. What it does oh. yet? I don't know. Oh. So I guess you're in the same boat with the crystal shield. But <laughs> Damn it. now oh. you have a crystal spear. Oh my goodness. Okay. Awesome. No, Very I'm cool. hyped about that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well, I did <laughs> go through her pockets down there. And I'm going to give the shuffle rod to <laughs> Herbert. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. I just places. saw Madeline playing any mini mini mo between the two of them, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Wait, because I don't it? want it. What is you this? You don't need it. What is uh, this too? Uh so it's got three charges, and you can trade places with somebody three times. Oh. And then you know, after you do that, it, I think it explodes or something. That's handy. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give this crystal gauntlet to Ezek. Cool. What is this? Uh, it's a gauntlet. <laughs> you put it on your hand. Like I a, don't know what it does. It's like a big glove. Mm-hmm. I hesitate to use anything that was used by that evil sorceress. Well. I hesitate to cause, call most creatures evil. See it this way. You can use it for something that's not in her name. Just because it's a gauntlet doesn't mean you have to use it for, you know, punching bad guys or anything like that. You know, you have a, a wide skill set of magic. You could find some other use for it. Very few tools in this world are innately good or evil. It's true. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that this one was probably just another tool that this wizard used. 
even if it is evil, I can use it for good. <sighs> That's very wise of you to say, Emerald. I almost knocked my mic over. Mm-hmm. Try to give you a finger gun. <laughs> Thank you for your wise words as well, Herbert. I, uh... I think I'll like to brew on this. It's an interesting thought, the idea of using something that can do so much harm for something that's good. It could just be pretty. He looks at you again, he... Yes. <laughs> then kind of shuffles off, staring at the gauntlet. Hmm, I might have created a monster. I'm not really sure. We'll I find mean, out. We can find something good to do with it, I'm sure. Murdoch 2.0. Don't you <laughs> fucking dare. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Echo's going to walk over to Gwydion real quick. She just, like, walks over to Gwydion and, like, takes a knee. Hey, Echo, what's what's up? <laughs> <laughs> what's cracking lacking? She, like, just kind of sits there for a second and she just says, That was very brave. Thank you, but it was also very, very scary. Isn't that bravery? It is. I have trouble taking compliments sometimes. Thank you. I think we were all brave back there, though. She smiles and she like puts her hand on Gwydion's shoulder and she says, thank you, Knight. And just stands up and starts milling around the room. Wait, did you get down like on your knees to like talk yeah. to the gnome? She took a knee. Yeah. <laughs> She's like okay. four feet taller than him. Racist. I mean, we're used to it. You know, we're used to Valid, it. Valid. Yeah. Roy's taking a knee. You know? She thought about hugging him. Huh? How's she going to hug him from up there? Yeah. To to picking him up like, like a, a little teddy bear. Like a baby. How is that less offensive? <laughs> yeah, than taking like a baby. Hey, I play a gnome. I'm allowed to say those kind of things. <laughs> you like scoop me up from underneath my armpits and like lift me up in front of you. Like, who's a good <laughs> yeah. boy? Who's a good gnome? You did so who's good. a good knight? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> who's a good knight of the yeah. crystal sword? Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This has devolved very quickly. All right, Jesus. Yeah, we, we turned on my very sweet scene with Gwydion into something <laughs> horrible. <laughs> so, are we still resting in that library? Makes I sense to me. The good choice, but just after this fight, I think it's appropriate. Yeah. Norris says, I'm very tired. <laughs> oh no, poor little Norris. How's he looking? I think my wrist has been uh, broken. Oh. Kind of holds his wrist up. It's like mangled in black. Can, I, oh. can I take a look at it? God. Yeah. He hands it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, can I do like a... Uh, let me take a good look at it here. Um, uh, like, try and figure out if it's actually broken. Like, and figuring out where it's broken. Like, mm-hmm. feeling is like, does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? Mm. Is it swelling? Yeah. Is it just like gnarly bruised? After a bit of prodding and wincing from him, um, you do discover that he does have a... a a broken forearm, in fact. Okay. So that's technically a wound. Um, that's pretty rough. You, but uh, the spell that uh, probably did it. No, there was a fall that probably did it, wasn't it? Indeed. I. Well, uh, I would say that you did. You pulled more than your share of damage on that fight. That was pretty impressive, honestly. This is harder than I thought it would be. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, right, and uh, Herbert gingerly takes uh, his large, you know, human man hand oh. in his little <laughs> gnome hands. <laughs> Sorry. 
and he closes <laughs> closes his eyes, and uh, you you see like uh, a little silhouette of like purple white light underneath his fingers and surround his uh, wrist. And I'm gonna cast uh, restore. Mm. Oh, nice. So, I would imagine like you can just see the the bruising just kind of wick away, mm. and everything just kind of like forms back into place. Ha. I have been practicing the wrong sorts of magic. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. There's always time to practice more. I will say, without your magic, that may have gone differently. Yeah, you almost sliced her in half. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. I. Uh, How does it feel, by the way, to... Uh, to be rid of that branch. To be standing in, in your former turncoat uh, apprentice... Yes, he kind of looks around. It feels good to lay a foundation of goodness. It does not feel good to form it with violence, but now it is a blank canvas. I hesitate to teach again, but I am proud to say that we've we've done very good here to dispel such a such a set of principles from the world. Mm. Violence never feels good. And I have been in a few bar fights that felt pretty good. To me, it was always the survival that felt good. Not the violence itself, but the walking away from it. Hmm. I think that is aptly put. That is what I am enjoying at the moment. Kind of rubs his wrist. Who is it that you follow to gain such divine power? Olfos. I mean, I... I study all of this, uh, the divine, but uh, Orphos is the one that speaks to me the most. You are a follower, a priest, rather, of a lord of war, yet you heal. Of course. There's many ways to turn, uh, turn the tide in battle. Hmm. It's not always at the end of a sword. Sometimes it's in planning. Sometimes it's, you know, in healing and helping. Sometimes it's just a rousing speech and he looks over at Gwydion. There's many ways to gain the advantage on the battlefield. And your shout, the bard's tongue. I know that well. Mm. Are you a member of the Order of the Crystal Sword? I am. I'm the last one, but I am. His face kind of goes wide and wide. Oh no. (laughs) How do you mean the last one of your order? That's why we're here. It was raised by Murdoch and a dragon. So my family's gone, the order's gone, and I ran. And I found these people. And we're here trying to stop that from ever happening again. But yeah, I'm the last one. Your people were very kind to me in my younger days. They are good at that. We're good at that. As a teacher, I am, of course, also a scribe. If there are any relics or memories from your people, once we're done with this, maybe I can help you recollect them, record them. That would be very nice. I suppose that would be your next uh, prerogative after this. So this is the least I can do. Thank you. That means a lot. I can't be the only one writing things down. Right. That's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it is a lot of work. Yeah, you would know. Hmm. 
Because I am the only one writing it down. <laughs> I mean, I don't write shit down because Madeline's writing it down. Actually, I have it all written down at the house, but I don't take notes when we're playing. Huh. Dude, I've had like two cups of Earl Grey, and I feel like my heart's going to fucking explode. It's all right, so you guys are going to rest. <laughs> we have to find that. We have to get in the library, right? Yeah. Because the library seems like one of the safest places yeah, in the tower. The... Jesus, John. I'm here just trying to take a very drink of aggressively water. drinking water. <laughs> it's important to hydrate briskly. Yeah. <laughs> that was quite the gulper, homie. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> as we pass through uh, the room that we left in, to get into this uh, the study area, um, how's that kid hanging by the wires doing? Oh, uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Gage. Yeah. Oh, Gage. Um, we gauge his on his up. situation. As you, <laughs> as you backtrack through this room to head towards the library, you are surprised to find that Gage has escaped. Not that surprised. And he has a knife. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the ceiling with a knife. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gage has flown the cube. Does it look like he... Is there any like traces of like... Blood or anything like that? Did he like slip his hands mm. out? Roll with. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve. A twelve's pretty solid. You notice that first of all. Um, you notice that the feet wires that were holding his legs were cut first. Mm-hmm. You find a couple of metal shavings up against that wiring. You think that he had knife boots. Oh, that's sick. I appreciate the ingenuity. Yeah. That's yeah, same here. Um, I mean, this this whole unit of uh, sorcerers and sorceresses and sorcerai seem to to be really big on contingency plans, as you saw before. So yeah. um, well, I think he knife booted his way out of here and bounced. He's the only one left. Well, you turned Let's his not heart. Not called a group anymore. Yeah, true. You turned his heart. So I mean, yeah, he's going to see me in three months, or I'm going to find him in three months. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, seemed, he seemed pretty one might genuine. go better for him than the other. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he seemed pretty genuine. I think it was, you would gather, probably the want not to be in uh, a citadel that is the home of a kingdom that's about to fall. Yeah, probably no, not a cool place absolutely for like, agree. a middle-aged geek to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he bounced. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. Cool. So uh, let's go in the library. Yeah. Read some books, take a few naps. I'm very curious to see what uh, the library holds. I am thrilled to see what the library holds. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, you head back through and then to that crystal stairway, that, that other doorway, um, and up the spiraling staircase to discover what appears to be a triangular chamber. It's very, very long. Isosceles or... The floor is triangular. <laughs> the walls go directly up from the triangle sides. Okay. Into a ceiling that is also <laughs> triangular and of the exact same measurements. So in this triangular room, <laughs> the right-hand side, as you come up the stairs, you can see is just like this thick outline of clear, cold crystal. It gets murky about an inch and a half in. But it almost looks like smooth ice, and it's cold to the touch. Um, the other sides are embedded with these, like, almost like uh, uh, funeral recesses. Most of them have these strange teal, glassy, like, tablets stacked in them. 
some of them are broken and you can see that like the ones that aren't broken are very very faintly giving off a teal like sea green colored light and some of the recesses are tiny bundled bodies whoa like mummified athaki whoa there's three whoa. of them whoa <laughs> there's a general clattering of de- debris <laughs> and uh, a pretty pungent scent of like stale dung here great um, in the very center of the room, um, there are six raised glass, I want to call them podiums, and it looks like there were once bodies on them. There's funeral rags here, but like these are places to literally sleep um, that you could use or to use as cover. And in the middle of them is a raised platform of that same crystal with a small teal button embedded into it. The button is triangular as well. We gotta press that button! Go go press the button. I'm gonna go press the button! Go oh. press the button. Is that what you want to do? Yeah! Oh, God. That's Madeline's job. Yep, button presser. As it cuts it, off your other <laughs> hand. Remember, remember your training. <laughs> as you uh, leap six feet at a time... Um, God, that bounding into the room. Buckle, yeah. buckle knees and, and emerald cloak whipping behind you. Ezek says, no, wait! And you <laughs> slam your meaty fist on the button. Oh, my God. The triangle button embeds itself into the, the crystal uh, podium. And suddenly all this residual light from the tablets and from the raised podiums and uh, and everywhere else in the room goes dark. And you hear this noise. Like, and then suddenly an undulating bass. Like, boom, boom. That kind of reminds you of Gwydion's shout. Starts waving over the room. You can feel it fluttering at your pants cuffs. And it's coming from that smooth crystal wall. You can see this light roll up in a straight line, like a wave hitting a beach, and then another, and they sort of roll over themselves and and grow higher and higher until suddenly now this entire wall is sort of pulsing with this faded gray light that is... Um, almost synthetic looking. Boom, boom, boom. And as it flickers and speeds up, you start to see what looks like a hunched black silhouette sort of in the middle of the wall. It's probably about three and a half feet in height. Again, lit up by these flashes. Boom, 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 boom. There's this, this dark shape. It has sort of like shallow shoulders, and it looks like its form is robed with a high collar. It's dragging a a long robe behind it. The neck is very thin and straight, and it supports a conical tall head that's probably about a foot of um, this three feet high figure. The hands are twisted and three-digited, sort of held up close to his chest. You can't make out features on this as it is a silhouette, but you can see sometimes there's some movement as he sort of like shrugs their shoulders or puts their hands up or down. Boom, 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 boom. And then there's this last little steady flash that sort of fades. And now the silhouette sort of inverses and it's the only thing that's being lit up. It's just a silhouette of light, this flat two-dimensional, well, I would hesitate to call it two-dimensional at this point. It's almost three-dimensional, sort of pushing itself out of the wall of light of this figure. Three-foot, conical head, robed.
It's not saying anything. It's not this doing anything. This is great. Yeah, it is. This is fucking awesome. This is kind of hot. A little worried about how much noise was just made. But, yeah. yeah. We've been making a lot of noise. Well, they're not technically allowed to come here. Yeah. Uh, hey there, how's it going? So begins <laughs> wow. the funeral of the Seven Scholar. He pulls out a book from the robes. You can see this like three-dimensional book of light. It's not a tablet. It's like a real tome. And he flips the page. You can see there's weight to it. It's like a heavy, thick page, almost like it is made out of stone. One was named Lo. One was named Who. How the fuck am I supposed to write this down? One was named Eh. <laughs> One was named Eh. One was named Ah. One was this. named <laughs> And the last, myself. When this recession ends, I will be dead. I will close the gate for us into the other side. My equations show that you are here. Please ask your questions. Then there's like a a nether pulse that goes real slow across the ground. You can see like a ripple of light that looks like water sort of slinks over the surface and laps up against your boots. What oh, happened? Goddamn, it's my fucking birthday. What happens to this library once the funeral has ended? This library looks over to something. You hear a whisper off in the far left. Will become dormant and abandoned. It will be sealed shut. Nary a visitor will pay homage to the seven scholar or the works that we have done. My calculations say that you are still here. Please ask your question. Echo just looks at E. Ezek says, what in the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I've got two questions. Oh, but if I ask them, then we're trapped in here. I mean, we don't know how many questions we get. I thought he said three. No, he didn't. Put oh a number my on it. god, boys, take a fucking load off. Sleep yeah. for your eight hours. I got so many goddamn questions. He also, I don't think, uh, insinuated that you guys would be trapped here. Yeah, no. said it would be sealed off. Yeah, yeah. Nora says, uh, uh, takes out a, a, a pair of cracked spectacles. That's right. Uh, their their calculations um, were so uh, attuned with the forces of ether, they could see the ripples out, and they could see the the light. That's right. They know you're here um, at this time. They, they may not know who you are, but they can they can receive the ripples backwards in time and, and read them out whenever this was uh, recorded, I think. This has just been All waiting right. for us. All right, first question. How did yourself, the Ithaki, come to be in Lavinland? We sailed in a ship. That's what he's asking. You're six foot three, yes? Six foot five, thank you very much. Saying six foot four. 
He's got heels on. <laughs> I absolutely have heels on. <laughs> We're receiving an image of your eye. Please stand by. Yes. Yes. This is very dangerous. You shan't have your eye anymore. Please, what? <laughs> please take it out. We no longer wish to speak with you. Discard the medal immediately. Discard the medal immediately. Well, this is not what I expected. Discard I'm not going to them. take out my eye. I use it to see things. Let's focus on the scholar. Scholar! <laughs> Gouge his eye out. <laughs> <laughs> it is integral to the Earth's survival that you take away the medal from the longest one. Scholar, can you hear us? Is the scholar Gwydion? We're not getting anywhere. I don't know who you're talking to. I don't know if you're talking to... Who? Who is the scholar? Send an echo. You feel another like... <clears throat> and then the water, the water of light fills up another about half inch oh, in the room. It doesn't feel wet. It just feels like pressure on your feet. Scholar, are you reading us? You must take the metal away from the long one immediately. Who is the scholar? We're getting something. <laughs> the smallest one. Oh. Mm. Great. Who's what speaking? Is, uh... We don't have this one. Aaron Ainsley. We're getting a name? <laughs> I'm getting an A. Ah, 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 ah. Ainsley. Ansley. Close enough. You must speak with the scholar. Tell him if he is to value the world as as he see his heart as pure, he must take the medal away from the long one. What what do you mean by the medal? It is a medal from the sky. It must be relinquished. Oh, I'm getting so many hints right now. Ooh, <laughs> that's Sam Caesar. <laughs> it's the scissors. Oh, oh no. No, I can't I can't uh mm. Um, I'll, uh... Hand them to Gwydion. I will try, uh, I can, I'll, I'm just gonna put my hand out, and I'm just gonna leave. I'm gonna walk out of the library until you guys are done. I have nothing to ask. I will hand I'll keep an eye out. Then. Okay, I'll put them in my pocket, I guess, I'll put them away, and I'll just walk out to the edge and keep an eye out. Echo says, is that better? Ansley, <laughs> we can now communicate effectively. <laughs> the disruptions have ceased. Oh, okay. I thought, I, I got real confused there. Cool. My name is, oh. I am a member of a peoples from long ago. You are receiving my voice, at least the intent behind it, in a language which you can understand through the reflections of the natural unseen world. Can you please tell us if we have succeeded or died? You've died. We've not succeeded. We've all died. <laughs> well, there are two of you left. There are two of us. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean to say that Two of you have survived, and the rest of you have perished. Um, 
some of them peacefully and some of them quite tragically. As time is a steady and concrete stream, we cannot defeat these traitors. But it is good to know. Thank you. Please ask your questions. We assume that if we have failed and died, the world is in chaos, disruptive, mm-hmm. burnt, crisp, and empty. It comes and goes. It comes and goes like lights and waves. We understand that the world has ended because our vast intellect has also ceased to protect smaller, mm. lesser creatures than mm. yourselves from forming any sort of structure, society, order, or peace. Is there anything you'd like to know that could help you in this time of deep, dark trouble? Do you know anything about the sword? There are many implements called swords. You can make one by taking iron, which is a type of ore. No, 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 no. The capital T-H-E, the sword. It's made out of, like, you know, shit, what's it made out of? I don't know. Ether. It is worse than you thought. (laughs) (laughs) They're all dumb. (laughs) They're all stupid. Ether is a gas... How about a dragon? You know anything about a dragon? Asking about dragons. Most large reptilian beasts have now been killed due to their predatory nature. We have defeated them. You missed one. You've missed several. You appear to have missed many dragons. Well, that's not on us. <laughs> <laughs> We're pretty small, but we did try our best, okay? I do have a question. You sailed on a ship. Yes. Where from? We cannot tell you this. Of course you can't. We have time for one more question before okay. I cease to exist. I'm out. Um, <laughs> I've got one question that is just entirely selfish. I don't have anything better, so... I asked my important thing, which is like, dragons... So, where does the fate mark come from? And he like points to his eye. You know the key shape. The mark. You're saying it's on your skin. Yep. It is a brand, not from us, but from others that oppose us. Who are those others? It is quite hard to explain this, but they come from above. Your mark indicates to us that you are an enemy. Cool. He steps out of the wall mm-hmm. and it seems to go through you. You feel a sort of coldness. Crawls into one of the recesses. And you see his hands shaking. He's holding what looks like a little cup. And then he drinks something and sort of folds into the old mummified Athaki body. Jeez. I guess that's all she wrote. I guess it's nap time. That was a great story before bed. (laughs) Ezek says, I don't really like those little dummies. Can we get some shut eye? (laughs) Sure, go ahead. 
he uh, kind of shoves uh, one of the, the the shriveled corpses away from the funeral recesses. That is history. And lays down in the, the funeral recess. That's an interesting twist. Norris lifts an eyebrow and lays on one of the, the long yep. podiums. Yeah. Yeah. Better choice. Well, I guess with Isaac, like, he's he's seen a lot of death. It doesn't really resonate the same with him as it does with us. Norris it's just weird to sleep in a cubby. Norris says, You should be careful not to disturb the dead, young man. And Isaac shoots back. I've been dead a few times. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably done exactly what he just did to his own body. To me, this is a slumber party. <laughs> it's a dead man's party. Yeah. What do you guys want to do? Echo's right. tending to her, tending to her wounds, like she's like wiping off her face. She and... hurt. I'll keep first watch. Oh, here's your scissors back, by the way. I know Ooh, you're thanks. Into these, so mm-hmm. here, catch. Thanks. I will. I don't know where I was holding them. Somewhere. Somewhere. Well, we have a custom-made sheath. That I didn't get. Oh, yeah, you just had them loose in that bag when you took them from Grub. And then That's you right. attached it to your arm. Yeah, uh, they're your attached arm. to my arm, I guess. So, yeah. That's you can right. detach Click. them, though, can't you? Yeah. Click. So just swallow it. Click so you can play. use them like a like a, like an Assassin's Creed blade, Ugh. or you can take them off and use them as scissors. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Asking creative. Words. I like that. <laughs> I said fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. around you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll keep first watch. Someone should keep first watch with me because we're in a dangerous environment. Well. Who's more tired? I think Echo specifically says, like, I'm hurting. So, like, and I'm still kind of amped up. So I could stay awake for a little while. I'm going to go to bed. Good night. <clears throat> Sweet dreams. Well, if you're going to stay up, um, here, and Herbert, like, comes over and just, like, rubs, a, like, a hand over, like, uh, well, reaches up and rubs a hand right. on, like, shoulder. And I'm she takes a knee. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm <laughs> just, narratively, I'm, I'm going to wipe away some of those wounds. Um, okay. Is that, is that I mean, they're, they're all going to come back in the morning anyway, but, yeah. Is that a bless or a restore? That's bless. Okay. If we're go- oh, that's fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it. I'm gonna go ahead and blow two two bless die. You're getting them back, right? So yeah, yeah. I get them back when I wake up. Bless the hell out of you. I'll be um, able to get some rest in anyway, though, because we're just sitting here. We're still benefiting from a rest. So uh, mm-hmm. how's 13 HP back? Doing? Hell yeah, I'm I'm back up. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm back up. I'm maxed. She says, thank you. You're welcome. Much better. Do you regain health on a rest? That's what I... That's what we've been doing for... Ever. I hope so. Two years. Because we've been doing it for... No, I mean, I think you're supposed to. I'm just confirming with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. like 99.9% sure that you you regain health and mana on yeah. rest. Cool. Cool. Who's on first watch? Uh, e and Echo are on first watch. Echo, can you please roll wit and E aid? Mm. Hmm. I don't aid. Uh, I'm fucking worthless scum, apparently. Now, 
Would I roll that at advantage? No, it's not a magical effect. I'm just listening. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's a 13. Your sharp elven ears pick up a, a loud roar and then a crash about two-thirds of the way through your watch. You discern it to be the opening and closing of the main gate about seven stories below you. Um, beyond that, your watch passes without incident. And so does the second. Um, but if there's words to be spoken on the second or first, go for it. Madeline just acted like, yes, there were words. Yes, because... I feel like we, as characters, have not had a chance to sit down and chat with each other at Not all. without the constant pressing threat of doom. Mm-hmm. Which right now, I mean, we're still in a bad situation, absolutely. but there's nothing There's nothing that's like absolutely like, oh, fuck, we're about to die if we don't move. So what are you going to do with this doorknob? Well, I mean, the plan for me... Has been since the beginning, just to keep it away from Murdoch. So that's what I've really been thinking about: is just how can we keep it away from him? I would rather destroy it if we could when this is over, or hide it away. And I know who to call if we need to hide it. And she just like looks at you. Listen, I've got a lot of vaults, but I don't think a they're good. I don't want to have that. Well, then maybe you could help me find a place for it. Volcano. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Maybe a volcano. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe Phantos in a mm, volcano. The thing is, it doesn't feel like something you're just going to be able to like run around with and hide forever, because eventually you will die. And... To me, it's probably going to be opened by someone. Well, I don't intend on opening it unless we absolutely have to. I don't intend on letting Murdoch open it. Uh, I don't intend on letting Zale open it. But what if they do? Then we lost. Well, not necessarily. I just... Have you ever read a book before? You're asking if I know how to read? <laughs> yeah, but like a storybook, you know, like a fantasy book, like fiction. Like this. In, <laughs> in my before, yes. There's always something that is completely unexpected that makes you do something you don't want to do. Right. And I'm just saying, what if you're the person to open this doorknob and you end up having to go through the door? It has occurred to me. If if it happens, then it's a bridge that we'll cross when we get there. A one-way bridge? Yeah, there's no coming back from it. So, I was just curious what your thought process was on it. I mean... My number one priority has been for years now just survival. So, while it does feel antithetical to how I've lived my entire adult life to say that I would be willing to step through and be gone in some way. If it had to happen, I would. If it had to happen a different way, if it had to be anybody else, then I think that 
any of us at this point would be willing to to be gone as long as this keeps going because what good does it do for me to survive if Zale burns at all? I was just wondering because I will certainly not be there I just wanted to know if you had a plan in general. I wouldn't call it a plan but I, I'm no. prepared for the eventuality of falling on one sword, so to speak. Mm. That it may happen. It may be me. It may be Gwydion or Herbert. It may be Spadefoot. It may be you. It may be if Spadefoot's alive. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> Certainly not going to be me. Well, it's always something that you don't want to do, and it's unexpected, isn't it? Ten of my own ones against me. I'm saying it just... I want to know that there is a plan for it. There's not a concrete plan, no, but if it would make you feel better, we can talk about it amongst ourselves later, after this. That would be great. Because right now... I know it doesn't matter The right best now. laid plans wouldn't matter right now. No. It's If we die here, then Alamander has it. I think Alamander's actually going to be an issue. Uh, yes. I think that uh, Kokiri, is that the name? Mm-hmm. I think that Kokiri might be even more of an issue, but Alamander will certainly be an issue. Maybe he's not nine feet tall. I don't think he is. Maybe he is what you remember. Mm, I also... Uh, no, probably not. Ego goes quiet for a second and she says like, Are you okay? I'm fine. I believe you. I just... It would have been uncouth of me to not ask. Well, I appreciate it. It is your uncle. Well, I'm here now, and although I have not contributed at all, I hope that I can contribute in at least, I guess, tearing down this fortress in a way. I mean, you've contributed. I mean, even as recently as that last fight, you, uh incapacitated that student immediately. I crushed him with a table. Yeah, that was impressive. I don't think I would have been able to move that table. Well, I do think I pulled a muscle in my arm, so don't feel too proud of me. So. <laughs> After this, are you off for Sundera? I would like to be, but I'm not going to be. I'm going to go home and hopefully help you guys from there. You do plan on finding Ivory at some point, though, right? If I don't die, that would be really nice. That would be an in goal, as you would say. I would really like it if you found him. I would like it probably more than you if I found him. I know this is hard to believe. Mm-hmm. But do you remember in Greenwick? When we did the Crimson Rite, mm-hmm. and I was able to look and find that memory? Mm-hmm. When I do that, I kind of am the person for a second. So, like, you need to find him. Well, now I'm sad. <laughs> but I uh, I appreciate that. You don't have to be nice to me, really, in any way. So, thank She you. hands you a serum fruit. A gift. <laughs> oh, God, we should eat food. I assume you guys ate. Cool. Well, we're currently eating two sarin fruits, which is what I had in my bag. Wonderful. Okay. I will just remain quiet. I would say the rest of our watch goes with us being quiet. Yeah. 
and maybe going like, what's that? And then going back to her fruits. It's a fucking mouse. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> she does tell you, like, when the, the noise of the gate goes off, she's like, hey. So I would say that E also is aware that that happened. The main gate has been opened. There, It sounds like they're back. So now we're getting, we're yeah. getting pincered. Mm-hmm. Does anything transpire on Herbert and Gwydion's watch? Perusing through the tablets, for one. Fuck yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, like, looking for any mention of uh, the sword, for sure. Mm. These tablets are written in a strange and alien script. Completely un- illegible. Hmm. Unless you have a certain drug <laughs> that lets you read one. Nah. Oh, that's true. You could use the scholar's powder on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that will only, like, give you the intentions behind the script, wouldn't it? That can yeah, be worth a lot. It can be a lot. Um, um, a man of your stature, a folk of your learning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then there's a short joke. Oh, my gosh. I think, uh, I think also... <laughs> Herbert's all on edge today. Is Gwydion helping in this? Indeed? Yeah, I would think so. Absolutely. Especially yeah. with Gwydion's linguistics on your side here. I'd like you to roll wit check with Gwydion okay. aiding. Yeah. Um, and let's see if there's anything to be gleamed from this. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, pretty stones. I don't aid. Seven. <laughs> there's a lot of spirals on this. Yeah. There's a great deal of spiraling text, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, don't know what what it. What the fuck any of this is? But I thought we should give it the old college try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Gwydion's gonna wait, Herbert. I think maybe <laughs> I can try something, and then Gwydion's gonna put his hand on the tablet, mm. and um, which one? There's like you a bunch of them, right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, which one do you want me to try, Herbert? Well, um, I suppose the one that looks the most intricate mm. would probably contain the most information. Okay. It's going to be tablet 37. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. Um, let's see. Okay. Watch it to be like nothing but like a pretty picture. It's an illustration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the the journal of one of these Athaki professors' bowel movements. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I finally was regular. Cranberries <laughs> <laughs> um, really the do work. Seem to be working. Yeah, this will help all of humanity for sure. <laughs> they call them prunes. <laughs> God prunes damn, is what they call them. <laughs> Heavenly fruit. Um, yes, yeah, so Gwydion put, puts his hand on that tablet, um, and then. What do you want me to ask it? Nanny. Let me just ask it what it's about. I really want to know more about this fucking tower. Because it's mm. been here for so fucking long. Okay. Right? And I mean, like, it's a residing spot of, like, the so- a chunk of the sword. Why would they store part of the sword here if this tower wasn't of some sort of importance? Right. What do we lose if we destroy this tower? Yeah. yeah. Sh- shifting through these tablets, um, Gwydion, as Herbert's saying this, you spot one that has a, a, a diagram that seems to be similar um, oh. to this citadel near the bottom left of the tablet. Oh. It seems to be related. 
Okay. Um, nice. So I can ask it one question. Yeah, this is number 63. Um, do we just try to find the tower one? Or it looks like I've we found one about the tower here. Is there a specific question about the tower? What was its original intention? Like, what was its purpose besides just being here? Okay. Because um, it, it's primordial, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, I remember reading about the tower. I know it's been around a very, very long time. Um, so Gwydion puts his hand on the tablet and asks, um, what is the original intention of the tower? As you rest your hand on this cold sea green tablet of stone and you ask this question aloud echoing this chamber herbert you see gwydion's head like loll back like his neck goes slack oh no and snap gwydion in your mind's eyes <laughs> and the bees pull out of his mouth <laughs> <laughs> um, not the bees we called it the hive oh, God. <laughs> gwydion in your mind's eye you hear like the crunch of leaves and you see this figure like boom in a bright, sunshiny autumn day, walking over hill and hill, staff in hand. A rugged-looking, sort of stout folk with a graying beard and two braids on the side of his head walks through the sunlight. It's open fields as far as you can see, scattered in a pastel lavender hue, specks of small green here and there. And you see him push the dirt away with his staff and from the top of the staff take off what looks to be like a a large golden sea with all these rivets, like a pit of a fruit. And he digs his hand into the earth and he walks away. And when he does, your vision stays steady on the spot where he planted the seed. And in flashes, you see the tower sprout from the earth like a plant, like a tree trunk. Fucking sick. So fucking cool. And it grows high. And then 100 images of coats of paint and more stone being added to it in layers. Um, Fires going and lightning and and bursts of strange violet light at the top. And the forest growing in and around it. And then your vision pans up and you see at the very top, as it refracts backwards in time to its original state of this grown tower, you see this beam of light cascade over in an arc, like like a, a single strike of lightning go all across the forest and off to an island, northeast coast of Yaddle, where another similar structure lies, but it's more jagged, like an old castle, but of the same make. It too was grown. And it shines its own light, and they connect and shimmer this sort of strange dusting of light over the forest. Whoa. So that's fucking weird. Would you say that this is now considered like a memory? I would say so, yeah. Um, I can't describe everything I just saw, but I think I can do what I usually do and show you. So Gwydion puts his hand out. Herbert just like, like, 
I was like, all right. And he bends his head over. I was like, go, go ahead. <laughs> Just go ahead, put, put it right in my brain. I'm, I'm going to try it. Stop fucking around, Herbert. This is weird <laughs> shit. I don't like it when you're sober sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It can be rough. I get a little weird. It's fine. It's fine. You're still cute. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put my hand out and the violet light starts swirling around. I'm just going to hold it out, palm open, mm-hmm. and uh, use remember to kind of form that holographic replay of what I've just seen. Mm. I can't make sense of it, but the two braids are interesting. It seems like it's... It seems like this light that the tower is pushing out is meant to protect the land from something above. Mm. It's like a, it's almost like a shell, Mm. but the light, as you know, now is long faded under a hundred different renditions and fortifications and coats of paint and splatters of blood and burst of arcane light through the millennia. The tower you once saw in this memory that you've gleamed from, from the past and the tower that you sit in now are nearly the same. Mm. Mm. Weird. That's sad. That's strange. Well, uh, speaking out of character, just kind of thinking about this. I mean, the, the coral tower, uh, the, the tower of a hundred wars, you know, um, that precurses the Athaki, didn't it? Did very we find much, that out? Very much so. So now we're just looking through the eyes of the Athaki and what they knew. So this is just an odd interpretation of what they think. But there's probably something there to be learned about. Strange. A creation story. So if nothing else, they knew about a second location that connects to this one. Which yeah. is... Might be worth looking into. I believe information yeah. to all of us here, right? Yeah. A second tower like the Coral Tower? Might That's be long weird. destroyed. Um, Gwydion, you recognize that castle, at least it's silhouette. Oh. Um, that's the, the Temple of Light, um, the far northeast off the coast of Veermore. Oh, snap. That's, we go in there later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, not you, that. Emerald. You're not going. <laughs> yeah. Not invited. Any of this shit. You're out of the fam. Yeah. We voted. You're out of the fam. Maybe Your if you moves hated are more. Your moves are weak. Get they are. <laughs> Have you seen me roll? Yeah. Okay, so I recognize that tower. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think I recognize that tower, Herbert. Um, it's been a long time, um, but I think it's in Veermore where we have to go eventually. So we could check it out. Maybe uh, we'll continue to learn more yeah. about uh, these two locations, these two towers, castles, as we uh, continue to climb this one. Strange. Okay. Herbert, I think you would make a good king. I don't know what you want to do, but I just thought I would put that out there in case we die. I think you would make a good king. I don't like that title. I don't either. I I've never been a man of um, to, to care for royalty or <laughs> authority of that type. Um, mm-hmm. It tends to carry a negative connotation. Yeah. I mean, every leader has hard choices to make, but uh, I've only ever seen kings go corrupt or mad 
or destroy the things that they're supposed to protect. It's usually true. And I mean, is. here we sit in the supposed new new home of a new king, and he's just burning this land. It's true. Trying to, anyway, in the name of protecting it. A leader, perhaps, but I do that in my own way. You do. I'm proud of you. I think you do well at it. I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, should we survive? Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, I do believe I have a few more years on me. Maybe I, think, I can do some more good. I think so. I think you've got plenty of years. Oh yeah, only a hundred and twelve. It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, that's young for us, really. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. well, at Is least we still have our looks. Yeah, who knows? I mean, get out of this, and I'm gonna spend the next two years, you know, drinking and shaving off another eighty of mine, and mm. you know, make a little while longer. It's true. You know, I wasn't much of a drinker before this, but I've definitely, yeah. I think after this, I might take it up a little bit. Every now and then, it might do you some good. I think so. Yeah, maybe loosen up a bit. Yeah, helps you uh, decompress and uh, figure out everything that you've internalized. Sometimes you do it in some pretty fun ways. It's true. It's true. When this is done, I'd like to get some advice on, um, <clears throat> well, uh, dating. Oh. Since you've been around, you've traveled a bit, um, you know, just, you know, anyway. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. I could, yeah. I've got plenty of pointers. Good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not all of them are good. But, you know. It's like reading a book, yeah. dictionary, all kinds of definitions in there. Oh, gods. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. What time is it? Oh, by the way, I've completely forgotten this entire fucking campaign ever since we first came across uh, that priest that was trying to burn you know, the followers of Dawndower. Mm-hmm. Not Dawndower. Dawnflower. Dawndower's a... You get the drink on the mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been carrying around like a pocket watch, a crimson pocket watch. Oh, no. fuck, you have. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that until just now. Mm-hmm. Herbert probably did too. Mm-hmm. Herbert definitely did. Yeah. I use it every now and then to check the time. What time is it now, right now? <laughs> right now. It is, I guess, Lavinland's equivalent of about 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Mm. Mm. Oh, also, I would say that um, during the changing of the guard here, Echo probably told you guys what she heard. Mm. Mm -hmm. So you're aware, Herbert specifically, I think she wanted to be aware, like, you're a tactician, so. Yeah, there's not, I don't think there's any easy way to, like, close off uh, the tunnels behind us easily here. Not really. Besides collapsing them, but that's just going to make... It's good for all of us to know, though, yeah. that they are back. They are coming up. Maybe. They may not be. They may be waiting at the bottom for us. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> I assume that roar was the ogre. <laughs> I don't know. Who even knows? <laughs> just comes in, slams the door. I've had a hell of a day. <laughs> <laughs> just need a coffee and to read the newspaper and no one talk to me. God. Yeah. The roar... <laughs> Where's Dave with my coffee? Uh, 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 Dave's dead. <laughs> where's the intern? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> the uh, the roar sounded. That's my job. 
all encompassing and more mechanical. Okay, so it was the door. It was the gate. Also, could have been Alamander fucking running away. I, you know, I I don't think so. Probably not, but I think it's a possibility. We'll find out. I think that he is far too confident to do that. Mm. Prideful. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep. Okay. okay. What's you guys' next move? Everybody's awake now? Yep. Because it's time to wake everybody up. Everyone yeah. has rested. Go. Is there any fucking water in here? Uh, no. Ugh. That I'm sucks for you. Do we have a bowl? <laughs> dead. <laughs> um, if I wasn't dead before, I'm dead now. I think you have a recess around the button, right? There's a bowl-like recess. You just pee it on the on the podium. Please no. <laughs> I mean, Echo could. I, we have a water skin, <laughs> I'm sure, right? Yeah. yeah. So like. Cool. Fuck. I mean, if that's the bowl, maybe. Sure. Or no, Echo. Okay. Echo says. <laughs> Make this fun for me. She holds up her hands, and she goes, "Take my water skin and just pour this in my hand." I hate this. Oh, I know this trick. This is dumb. <laughs> My head hurts. It should feel better in a second, right? Are you going to hit me in the face? No. <laughs> not hard. Just do it. Do you want, do you want your wake up or not? Sure, I guess. I'm going to pour water in her fucking hands. Mm-hmm. And she just goes like, just right in his face. Well, that doesn't, but you also got it in my eyes. Should have closed your eyes. Oh, also, God, I could have I could have just... poured it in your hand, but that was much funnier. Would have been funnier if I turned it into salt water. <laughs> wouldn't it actually wouldn't have burned? I know, but it, you know. <laughs> what? Great. Salt water doesn't burn when you open your eyes in it. What? Because your eyes are salty. You know what? I've never done that because the ocean terrifies me on a deep primordial level. Yeah, as soon as I get to the beach, I'm just eyes closed the entire time. <laughs> I don't want to see what's in there. I don't I've care. Never, I've never seen the ocean. Been there 37 times. Never seen it. Yeah. No. There's some creatures that walk along it, especially at certain places like Myrtle Beach. Terrifying. Oof, those are the worst, man. Terrifying. I'm not a strong swimmer. I've been in the ocean up to my chest, mm-hmm. which was probably too far not being a strong swimmer. My toes have reached uh, the ocean. Because if a riptide had taken me, I would have died. I am not a strong swimmer. (laughs) You're a strong sinker. Yep. Okay, now that I'm awake and still have... Hmm, it's a migraine today. And uh, I guess we're going to go fucking kill Alamando. What are we doing here? I mean, that That seems to be the next step, uh, right? The hilt of the sword is here as well. It is. Somewhere, probably nearby Alamander. Did you guys if, read me if he fun has books? We did. I mean, read is a loose term. Um, so there's uh, another tower, castle, that this one seems to be attached to somehow. Which seems, uh, which makes sense, especially if the other part of the sword resides in that area. It's a Vimal. I wonder if the sword piece has been here the whole time. May very well have been. Sounds likely based off that information. Perhaps by separating the sword into two places, it made it from a weapon into a shield? Hmm. Maybe. Perhaps. That's interesting. That's actually something to like think about. Yeah. That to think that it we could be harnessing a weapon but maybe lowering a defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 
with your rest complete, um, you guys are fully healed, got your shit back. What do you guys want to do now? Herbert casts vestments. <laughs> Very cool. Lies. No. Nice. Truly wise words. Oh my god. <laughs> it's part of his armor. It's just yeah. Echo does a claw ritual. Um, Ezek is going to do these every day. Cast moonlight shield. So that's cool. Mm. Well, I washed my face, so that's what I did this morning. So and your eyes. Mm-hmm. And my eyes. <laughs> You're welcome. Gwydion's just dancing in the corner, so yeah. I guess I don't feel yeah, too Gwydion's bad. Gwydion's just dancing in the corner. He's, He's just vibing, dude. Yeah. Playing, playing with his braids. Yeah. Impulsively <laughs> <laughs> rocking back and forth because Gwydion's nerves are shot and he's fucking traumatized from being in this fucking godforsaken tower. Do you want me to carry you? Josh has a rough history with this tower. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a long, perilous history. <sighs> this tower always comes back to haunt us. Last time I was in this tower, things went much more smoothly for us than they are this time. Mm. <laughs> but it was still a bloodbath. Uh, well, yeah, but they were the awesome. only ones that really had something to worry about. Yeah. We were in there like the fucking grim specter of death. It was huh. awesome. Yeah. This is great, too. I mean, we're kicking a lot of We're ass. doing a good job so far, We're taking yeah. a lot of prisoners. Yeah. Zach, weren't you playing, like, Hotline Miami music behind us while we were just, like, yeah. kicking doors in and shit? Yeah. No, I think that I was in your head, man. I think you are just hyped up. Oh. Pretty sure I was playing like some gentle dungeon set. You guys are far out of the mouth. Yeah. I threw an old man out a window. That did happen. Oh. All right. So we're just sort of staring in a space, which I'm cool with. Don't get me wrong. But. Gotta go. Time to go. We should go. How are we going up? Push on. There's a stairs in the back, right? There's a couple options here. So you you saw what is, appeared to be a quite a large mechanical elevator um, in Euclid's chambers, and then there's that. If you backtrack a little further, there's a there's a big set of stairs um, that go up one floor. But Euclid's laboratory, you know, goes up two floors. That's so right. That's probably where the elevator goes. Mm. Okay. If you want to cover more ground, that's your spot. Quicker the better. Yeah. All right. Let's head that direction. Yep. Okay. Um, you guys go down the crystal steps and then up into Euclid's chambers again down the hall, past her destroyed laboratory, and and you can see the elevator like is just coming to a stop right here. Like, oh. And you see okay. these weird mechanical shutters kind of open up, and you see two appear to be like elderly folk maybe elven, that are wearing, like, gentle crimson garb. And they're, like, laughing. <laughs> and they look over and see the desecrated laboratory and you guys, and they both kind of put their hands up. Uh, <laughs> that's the perfect mm. reaction you need to have. Like, Herbert, like, motions for them to come out of the elevator. They come out of the elevator. H- Hello? Hi. If you could sit down over here, that would be fine. All right. They both sit down. <laughs> they look like magic users. Mm, at first glance, yeah. But you're starting to see, now that they're a little closer, bundles of scrolls and quills um, sort of tucked underneath their arms. It's probably scribes of some kind. Okay. Hey, you might be about to throw an old man out a window. Ah. Mm, <laughs> no. Different character, different time. <laughs> Plus, there's no windows. What ah. you writing there? What you got on those scrolls? 
trade treaties, um, treasure calculations and records, um, a history, uh, an immediate history of, of what's transpiring within the Citadel. That would be great. I'm going to take those. Okay. Thanks. They hand them over to you. <laughs> the sturdier one says, what are you doing in here? Who are you? And Herbert just like gestures at his face. Oh, you're Herbert Quine Curver. <laughs> oh, that's pretty... absolutely what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's No, that's pretty plainly spelled. Oh, never mind. <laughs> this elevator goes another two floors up, doesn't it? I made your wanted poster. You fucked Great it up. Word. My nose is not that big. Look at this face. I only had witness accounts, and they were blind. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't blind the whole time. You're much. Maybe, uh, it was just, maybe it was blind and an idiot. You're much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. He kind of they kind of nodded. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's probably fucking dumb. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, that got me. You're much uh, more chiseled in person, Mister right. Carver. Don't all... try and blow smoke up my ass. I'm not immediately going to kill you. I didn't figure you were. No. So, anyways, this elevator goes another two floors up. Yes, it goes to the main forge chamber. Oh, delicious! It's very well populated with. Uh, fighting folk and guards. Mm. And and Bonegut just arrived there. Bonegut? To have Bone his, his need. Uh, roll with? Yeah, like I... Yeah. Bonegut is. is the captain. I think Echo would be worried about this too. Nice. No, I rolled a 10. I don't aid. I aid. No, I don't aid. 17. He has no reason to lie. That's true. <clears throat> I have no reason to lie or deceive. I didn't say you did. How many people do you think would normally fit on that in that room? Uh, Maximum <laughs> capacity, you'd say. In the elevator? No, not the elevator, the room. The room you just came from. The forge room? The main forge chamber will have around a hundred folk in it at any given time. Hmm. Now probably less since it's late into the night. Um, it's early morning, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. Stopwatch. Same say thing. The right time. Hmm? Your stopwatch doesn't say the right time, does it? It does. It yeah. does? It's 5, oh. 5 a.m. Well, it's 5.30 a.m. now. Yeah. He meant the morning, okay? Okay. He says, there's around 50 folk in there. You can sneak through if you go through the machinery. Um, but Bone Gut is there. He might smell you. Please do explain Bone Gut. That's the captain of, of the army. Of the Crimson Army. Oh, is he, is he the, that ogre that we saw earlier In, yesterday? Indeed, he's actually a troll. Oh, troll. That's right. So, did somebody arrive at the tower late last night? Yes, that would be Bone Gun. That's what I thought. Eh. Yes. He's just arrived merely a few hours ago. Probably pretty pissed. He seems... He's probably okay. always kind of pissed, I imagine. Oh, yes. He seems uh, upset um, about his losses, but uh, jovial about the prisoner. The prisoner? Yes, they were able to get a prisoner. Well, now we don't have any choice. Now we have to go up and go to say Who's hello to someone. Yeah, we need to know who that Who's is. A, a stout farmer woman. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything other than that. She wasn't saying anything. Oh, yeah, she was... Uh, 
That woman from Sunbeam. Oh, no. God. Yeah, we gotta get her. <laughs> a, yeah. a good leader would remember yeah. all of his troops' names. I'm not the leader. <laughs> no, no, I'm the bad one. <laughs> Florida, right? Florida? Florida? Florida. Florida? Florida. Fucking shut up. <laughs> Borda, that's right. Yeah. That's what she called herself. Borda. B-O-R-D-A. That is, in fact, how I spelled it. I think that's her name. Listen, man, I'm just an NPC. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. She All was right. certainly the type to probably not follow orders and just stick behind and try and be heroic. So he's a That's deal. a choice. What are, you, what are your names? I'm Finley. Great. This is Corwall. All right, Finley and Corwall. So here's the deal. You can either hang out here and die with the rest of them, or you can leave and pretend you were never here, you don't know anything about Adelanda, leave all those types of awful ideas behind and go on with your life. Oh, hey, uh, here's another option. Um, if you want to, you know that room just across the way over here on this floor that uh, you're not supposed to go into? It's pretty cool, cool to go take a look at. We were just there. It's pretty interesting, actually. Oh, yeah. Corwan and Finley kind of like nod and whisper to each other like, okay. Plus, hopefully there's, you know, in a, in a you know, short while, you won't get in trouble for it anymore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that seems agreeable to them. Um, right. Corwall says, I have to go to the bathroom. Okay, well, there's a hole right here. No. <laughs> Just don't no. fall in. Will you hold my hand, Finley? Of <laughs> course. All right, elevator time. <laughs> <laughs> Later, fellas. <laughs> See you never again. <laughs> Nothing quite like hitting down a smoke hole. It's <laughs> um, Boy Scouts for you. Mm-hmm. You guys get into the elevator. <laughs> as uh, they do their business. I like how much time this party has spent in elevators in this campaign. You push the big, weird Frankenstein lever that you assume makes the thing go up and are happy to find that, indeed, it does clunk its way up the tower. Two stories might have been inaccurate as it slinks through what seem to be three separate foundations and comes to a stop in sort of like an overhanging metal box with glass. From the the window sills that you can see, it it hangs over a massive, almost warehouse style, um, black brick room where a massive amount of machinery is being run. Um, off to the far east, you can see a, a pretty huge table and what looks like a basically a makeshift tent that's been set up here, where Bone Gut and a rally of slightly injured and roughed up Crimson soldiers eat meat filthily and spill mead down their gullet, Um, as well as a a makeshift prison cell embedded into the wall where you can see Borda's um, pretty injured frame, big heavy woman from Sunbeam. Um, There's a lot of machinery going on. There's another elevator across the way on ground level, so basically one floor lower than you, um, that appears to go up only. This office has two crimson crowned soldiers in it with their backs turned to you. Okay, hold on. Let me ask a question here because I don't really understand what we're looking at. You're basically in a crow's nest that's attached to the wall. 
And it's all made out of glass? It's all made out of stone and glass, yeah. Is the floor glass? The floor is stone. Cool. Because I was like, if we step out here, they're just going to fucking see us. Mm. Okay. Cool. How many... (laughs) (laughs) How many feet is... uh... Are we from the troll? Um, from the troll? About 50 feet. And he's in a separate room. We're in like the crow's nest where yeah. two watch guards are. But we can see him, right? Yeah, he's like out. You can see him like out the window past you. You're basically in like a little pill-shaped pod that overhangs on this big warehouse room. That I mean, it is crawling like an ant's nest with crimson crown. Wow. Can I try to knock these two out? About yeah. to say we should like try to stealth kill these two, Let's just or knock, knock them out. out if you want to. Let's yeah, knock, knock them out. Okay. I'll point to me and then to her. I'm not Herbert's not terribly stealthy to me and questioningly to you. I mean, I think that E. I think Echo like points at E, mm-hmm. and then she points yeah. at herself and knocks an arrow. And trains it on him like she's what? got you covered. <laughs> I think we should talk about. I'm gonna point this arrow at him though. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, if something goes wrong, she can shoot one. I'm gonna knock this dude out forever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I? Can I do something? I can. Silly? All right, cool. I'm not covering you. Do it. <laughs> can I do I'm something the DM. silly? Yeah. I'm gonna fine. try to knock both their heads together so hard they both. Oh my gosh. It's an interesting strategy. Um, I'm going to do, let's do a mic check with uh, DC 18 on that. Oh no. Guess who hasn't used her advantage on ability checks yet? Does that last her a long Oh list? no. Nope. Fuck. <laughs> e. Uh, Quidian kind of looks to E and silently just gives E a nod and kind of points his hand at E and gives you inspiration. He flicks me off. Yeah, I flip you off. <laughs> That's your inspiration. So inspiration towards your attack That's, roll or ability. Yeah, check. it's not an advantage. It's a D6. It's not advantage, but... Fresh roll. It's a D6, yeah. Well. <laughs> what are we looking at? It's 18! Oh! oh yeah. Holy shit! You slink your way into the room. You grab one by the collar. He goes, huh? And then as the other one turns, you smash this one in your hand's face up against the skull of the other one. And you hear this loud crack. um, And they both sort of spill out onto the ground. One's forehead is split. They both are knocked out. Oh, no. I'll give you guys a thumbs up. (laughs) Well done. Now what's your plan? I don't really know. Uh, Put them in the elevator. Send it back down. (laughs) Okay, you send him back down to the, wait, the wait, shitting wait. scribes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant just like down a level to where the ogre was. And I was no. like, I'm not really sure what you're thinking <laughs> Should here. Push him off the ledge. We've got to send a message. Into the table full of food. Yeah. <sighs> okay. And now you have this pillbox vantage point over this warehouse. How will you sneak through? How will you attend to bone gut? How will Poorly. you get Borda out? Find out next week. Cool. You guys excited? I'll see you next week. This is going to be a mess, dude. It's going to be yeah. atrocious.